Hello, and welcome back to OK, okay Stop, Stop Whining. Whining. Pam's like in a hyper mood today. I am so hyper. What the I hell is wrong I with I worked you? out really hard this morning. It like oh, gave me a lot sad. of energy. I'm sorry. Don't flex that hype. in my face when sorry. I haven't worked out in like happened. three weeks. It's okay. I took a, I took a few days off. <laughs> I took like three weeks off and we, you're just sitting here flexing that vacation my and I was like uh just feeling so lazy same I don't know. but this morning I just like I did a close to three mile run on the trail. oh god you really have to keep and going then, rub it in my face wait, rub it in my face make me feel like shit make me feel like shit keep going my sister keep. had me download that what was it obey obey fitness, fitness. God, keep making me feel like shit it's keep really going. good and then I did I did some really workout with dig that. it in there yeah I'm digging it in dig it in digging deep so I'm feeling really good <laughs> well i'm feeling like shit um, anyway yeah thanks yeah. for that great intro okay <laughs> hi everyone hi everyone <laughs> we're back from vacation we're back from turks and caicos we, we thrived we peaked we thrived we totally peaked we totally peaked i totally didn't want to come home i really didn't want to I come just home. miss my dogs that was like the only reason and you know i miss my friends but i yeah i miss my dogs i missed rosie a lot I miss both my dogs. I missed Riley too, kinda. Kinda. <laughs> That's so mean. <laughs> like Rosie, I really like. That was the one reason I came home. Aww. I would have stayed by Aww. myself there. Yeah, I could have stayed there another week. Oh, I could have easily guess, stayed another week. If we brought the dogs, that would have been yeah. really great. Then we could have. Should we? For a should while. we give a rundown of the week? Because I know everyone's yeah, very curious to hear about it. Okay. So much fun. Here's the Turks and Caicos tea. So first things first, we stayed at a place called the Shore Club. Um, if you guys don't know, we stayed at the Palms last year and the Shore Club and the Palms are both the same owner. Right. So they're by the same. Right. They're like sister hotels. Yeah, sister hotels. Um, but our, our hotel was located on. Long Bay. Yeah. And the Palms is located on Grace Bay. Right. And Grace Bay, I'm just going to fill this in. Grace, Grace Bay is a part of the island where all the hotels are and the restaurants and the little town. Long Bay is in its own little separate um, part of the beach. It's kind of, it's very private. Mm -hmm. And it's the only hotel on that beach. And there are homes on the beach and like some condos and some pretty, really beautiful homes they Mm -hmm. were building. So it's very quiet. It feels very private. I loved it. You feel like you're on your own private little vacation. Even like with the hotel, like I feel like the hotel, you have a lot of privacy still. Like even walking around, like going into your own like, hotel like area I don't know how do you explain it like there's different buildings of the right, hotel there's two buildings and then there, I don't know how many villas there were yeah. but there was I don't know maybe f- was there only those two buildings of the hotel there's only two buildings oh wow it's it. really small yeah no it's which I love small. I love yeah I prefer a little yeah. boutique moment it's two buildings and then we had a big it's interesting how they do the rooms now mm-hmm. we had a big we had a big room so but they they divide them off like if you want a room that's just oceanfront, you would have had the front part of our right. room. And if you wanted just ocean view, that's where you and Chloe were mm-hmm. to the back part. It was actually, it was huge. So it took big. up the whole side of the building. I was definitely extremely impressed mm-hmm. with the room. It was gorgeous. The was- towel on the floor was gorgeous. The kitchen, the whole the whole hotel room was gorgeous and our views were gorgeous mm-hmm. We definitely, they definitely hooked us up mm-hmm. on the uh, view with the views because mm-hmm. we were overlooking like the, I don't know, it was like trees and then there was the, the gar- the, like a, I don't know. How do you explain it? It was like trees. I don't know. And yeah. then there was the beach. I don't know. Well, it was know. like the island. It was like it was literally like, the, the rough, yeah, it, the, 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 what's that called? It's like roughage. I was 
roughage trees, but I don't it's know. Like like this, the it's like the natural, yeah, the natural art. area. Um, but if you guys watch, my me and Chloe's vlog is gonna be posted this coming Sunday. So stay tuned for that because we're gonna have a full tour of our hotel room. We're gonna have a tour of the kind of like the, the island grounds, we go yeah. the grounds and where we went to dinners and it's just a whole week in our life vlog from yeah. for vacation and, um, I, and I will yeah. say the other thing was I the people in Turks and Caicos are so friendly I mean we literally I feel like we made friends with the people that were cleaning our room like yeah. they were so nice I don't think it's Turks and Caicos I think it's the that that hotel resort. yes I agree yeah I would stay differently and when we in stayed the at palms. the palms they they kind of were rude yeah so. Um, but yeah, the people that the staff at the shore club was just incredible, un- unbelievable, mm-hmm. incredible down to the people that work at the beach, everybody, the people that clean the rooms, like yeah. every single person, the, the people that work outside that were mm-hmm. gardening were mm-hmm. like, yeah, hi, how are you? They every single person hi. makes a point to stop and yeah. be like, hi, how are you? Like, how's your day going? Like those, they want to stop and talk to yeah. you. And was, it's like so nice. I was very impressed. So. Yeah. And it was, it ended up being one of our best vacations ever. I think it was our best vacation it was ever. Just, it was just ev- everything together. It was the place and the people and the room, like it just everything. Yeah. Out. Everything was amazing. And the food there is good too. The so. food's amazing. Everything. Yeah. And we had our little adventures. We had some adventures. Moments. All of us jet skied for the first time. Yes. yes. Has anyone been on a jet ski? I might I have been on. I might have been skis. driven on a jet ski, yeah. but I've never driven a jet ski. Yeah, we and all I've, drove I've a jet ski. I've never driven a jet ski. That was so fun. And can we just say, Pam was a freaking wild woman on I this was. trip. I was. I was. I was a little wild even on the jet ski. I was yeah. spinning it around. I ended up jet. <laughs> we jet skied to the the bar, the bar. in the middle of the oh, ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so fun. I kayaked with. Larry, and then I, I also had a little bit of an incident. Oh, God. <laughs> Tell the story. I wasn't there for this. So Carly doesn't like to ride a bike, and Chloe likes to ride a bike, but thank God didn't go with Want Larry and I. Day, yeah. So if you were, if when we stayed on Grace Bay and we got the bikes from the Palms, it wasn't a big deal riding your bike from the hotel. Larry and Into I wanted town. to go to the food store in the town. I didn't know, now staying where we were on Long Bay, that we took the little back road into the main road to try to get to the food store. We had little baskets on our bikes. And the road, there's trucks driving by really fast. You're on the opposite side of the road, so they drive on the opposite side of the road, which is confusing. And we were dri- we were riding our bikes, and all of a sudden, I, I felt, first of all, the roads are so messed up they're Mm -hmm. really messed up and you can easily fall off the side of the road like and I got really worried I was driving on this little narrow riding on the narrow part and I felt like a truck whooshed by and I went to turn around and the next thing I knew I turned back around and my bike like was falling off the like I can't explain it was falling off the curb of the road into this dirt area and I went flying off my bike into like brush, like like a like dead bushes and Ugh. brush, brush, whatever. <laughs> so I I'm screaming for my husband. I'm like, Larry, Larry, whatever. And he's still riding his bike. And then he turns around and he sees me. He's like, what are you doing on the ground? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, I just fell off my bike. Like I flew off the bike into this into these like sticks that's so scary so I was still laying on the dirt ground so he comes and he's running and he gets me and he lifts me up slowly 
and I was wearing like light gray workout pants and a white top and my sneakers and I got up and I had these little black like prickly things stuck all over me so he had to pull off all the little prickly things and I was definitely sore I definitely my shoulder was hurting whatever but um so anyway I ended up I got up and I got back on my bike I was shaking because it was scary and we ended up going out of our way we missed the turn to go to the food store so daddy we, like takes yeah. the wrong he directions the, he's like the worst with directions <sighs> so we had to go the complete another mile back the other way to get to the grace bay food market and just all to go to the food store. i wanted to kill him like i really wanted to kill him i was so mad but anyway we went to the food store and then he wanted to call a car to pick me up to drive me back to the hotel because i was so shaken but you know i i just don't give up and i didn't want to have a fear of getting back on a bike again. So I just, we stuck our groceries in our front baskets. I gave him more of the heavy stuff and we rode our bikes back. So it was very brave of me. I (laughs) think that should have been a red flag that I fell off my bike last year in Turks and Caicos and then you fell off this year in Turks and Caicos. Maybe it's a sign that none of us should be riding bikes in Turks and Caicos on those roads. Their roads suck. The roads are so bad. They are so broken. They're just not like a regular flat road. Yeah, no. Like, yeah. So I, I will never ride a bike there again. <laughs> yeah. Moral of the story. Ever. We're not riding bikes in Turks and Caicos again. But, but I will ride a jet ski again because that was so That was so, so much fun. fun. Yeah. I enjoyed the jet skis even though at first I was like really bad at it. But then I like got the No, you did it. good. I was fine after. And can we tell what the other coolest thing oh, is yeah, ever yeah, that yeah, I, yeah. I've never experienced that before? Mm-hmm. So the water in Turks and Caicos, it doesn't matter how far you go out. Go on your jet skis and just go far out. Like miles. Ocean, like three miles out. Like my, like five miles yeah you get off your jet ski and you can stand stand in the water and it's not over your head it's the most insane thing it's literally like you get into the water and you can like literally just walk like there's this there's this shipwreck like out it's been there since 1950 something um since like the cold war or something what they say and um it's just still there like there's literally this this shipwreck that just sits there that you can that you can take the jet ski to so we took the jet ski to it and like you can literally get out and stand there we didn't but you can it's dangerous because one time stuff like metal and stuff yeah yeah i wouldn't walk out there but they said one time someone tried to walk to it remember they walked to it and then they called and then they called to come back to get them to come back but you can like walk to it like you You can can. walk out that far it's insane which is crazy yeah and the water there's so blue and very warm. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very warm. warm. So, And I feel like you overcame a lot of like anxiety things that like in the past, like you would have never been able to jet ski in the past. Like, 100%. Even like the bike, like just getting back on it and like just being shaken up, but just getting yeah, back on it and I being okay. Right. Like you probably would have been like really upset before. Right. And like now I just feel like you have a different attitude towards like life and like those situations. Oh, completely. And I'm way more laid back. Yeah. It's like crazy. Stuff. Yeah. I didn't, I don't really have the fears that I, I used to have a lot of fears. I don't really have the fears anymore. Cause I think most of it is overthinking. It's like yeah. when you, it's, it's the anxiety part of life is you think before you do things. Right. And, and there's like the good part of that where like right. you want to have some type of like, um, inhibition, yeah. right? Is that what it's called? Yeah, right. Um, yes. like you want to have some type of inhibition, but you don't want to be totally uninhibited. Right. And I feel like you, before you had like so much like I was worries. I was worried about everything. It was I, like the opposite of being uninhibited. Yes. Like you were like so yeah. like in your ways that you couldn't Insanely do anything. Worried. So now it just took one wall down where it's like you think about things, but you're able to do it anyways and yeah. not think too deeply about yes, it. Yes, exactly. 
Whereas before it was like so much leading up to that I couldn't do it to something. Yeah, like I would have been afraid to ride the jet ski that I was going to crash and get hurt. You just wouldn't have or done something it. Something would have happened bad. Got to seasick. Me. Yeah, I would have seasick or whatever. I didn't even think about it. I yeah. just got on it and I went, and it was so much fun. And I was like, oh my god, I love this. You were scared before, like a little bit, but but you were able to push Not, through it. I wasn't scared to the point that I wasn't going to go. Right. I you, just, I knew you were. Going. I just had some apprehension. Like, right. I still did, but that's because that's. Normal but it was anxiety. so minor yeah. that, and then I ended up driving a jet ski on my own and it was it, so Yeah, much like literally fun. a few like, days I later. I literally was like, oh my God, I can't wait to do this again. So fun. So fun. Literally so. thrived. Yeah. Um. But anyways, do you have like a vacation? Actually, I think I know what you're going to say, but do you have any like past vacation experiences, like worst vacation experiences? Like yeah, in the well, past, I had, pre- I had something horrible happened to me. Is it going to be Aruba? It was Aruba. Oh. And Carly was a little girl. I was so, I was like eight years old. Yeah. Chloe wasn't even there. Chloe was at Mama's. Yeah, right. Chloe was a baby and we went to Aruba. I remember waking up that morning and I was really nauseous. And I thought I was nauseous because of anxiety. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I just thought that it was that. And I remember we flew to Puerto Rico and we had to change planes. And I remember in the airport there, I was like having like it was getting worse and worse. I had like extreme nausea. So I get on, we get on the plane there and we land, we land in Aruba. And I, I remember taking, we took like one of those, like, I don't know, we took like a, daddy was stupid again. Instead of getting like in a private car, he got Mm -hmm. us on like some van bus thing that literally like dropped everybody off at every hotel. And this is when it was like really building on me. And I knew I was going to be sick. And I remember like holding a bag in my hand on this van bus thing. I was like, if I don't get to this hotel fast enough and into my room, I'm going to die. And literally, we checked in the hotel. We got the key. I got in the room. And an hour later, I started throwing up. And I must have thrown up like 23 times. I had a fever. It was pouring out of me like I don't mean to be gross but it was coming out every which way I was so dehydrated and Mm. so sick I couldn't move and I ended up get so dehydrated I had to go to the hospital there to get hydrated I remember coming back to the room one day and you weren't there and we were like with a horrible horrible that's like probably the most traumatic I was so sick and Larry went out to dinner with you and I literally I I felt like I was dying and he left me and I had I to get hold that again. I had forever. to get security to help me to bring me to get medical. Like I knew I needed medical help. I knew it was bad, mm-hmm. and I just it wasn't a typical stomach virus. I actually mm-hmm. think I might have had food poisoning. I've never been that sick in my entire life. Ugh. And when I got there, like you have a fever. I was just oh my god. Yeah, but you awful. don't get a and I you was, don't get a fever with food poisoning. Though. I don't know, but I I never had anything pour out of me like that Ugh. around. It was just awful. It was That's awful. So scary and I was too. sick the entire week mm-hmm. until the end of the week. Maybe I was trying to feel a little better, mm-hmm. but I just it was awful. It was Ugh. awful. Literally. And I hate Aruba because of that. I don't. I don't blame go you. Back there. We went back one time. We did. We went back because it had nothing to do with Aruba. I just. But it's even bad. It's we like when you eat a bad and, food and then you eat the food before you throw yeah. up. You then you don't want to eat the food. I just like. Food. I just never want to go back to Aruba again. I'm I fine with that. I don't need to go to Aruba. I, I, don't, I don't love Aruba. It's too anyway. basic, anyways. Yeah, I don't love it. It's okay. But I have friends that love it. I just. Daddy loves it there, actually. Yeah, but there's so many better places that we've been to at this point. Yeah, that like why it's just Aruba to go back. for me is just. I guess I I learned that I like things that are maybe a little quieter, and Aruba's very commercial and loud, and, and like, like you clubs and yeah, yeah, it's just not my not my thing. Agree, but some but a lot of people love it, and it is it is beautiful. It's yeah. just not not my thing. Anyway, 
Anyways, so while we were on vacation, actually, Jay Bieber's album, new album, came out. Mm, your favorite person ever. Love Justin And have Bieber. you listened to the whole thing yet? I got Bieber fever. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> I love him. He's so cute. You're he could obsessed. be his mom. Oh, my God. He's just you're so adorable. And, like, he just seems like the nicest guy. I just... I like what he's become. He, yeah. he went through a hard time and he's overcome it. And I think he's just, yeah, I don't know. I just really like him. I love that for you. I love that you love him. And That's really cute. No, I feel like he's like a good role model now. He was a bad role model for a, and minute, yeah. for a long time. I don't I, think he was even doing that bad of stuff. Like what was he even doing? Like he, he just, just got like arrested and random things. Yeah, he just got arrested and random But things. no, but, but here's the thing. Here's model. the thing. So many, all those rappers that everyone follows, they all get arrested for drugs and all this stuff. But just because he like, he was, I don't know. I think it's more common these days for celebrities to kind of fall off and they don't get canceled for it, I feel like. They just kind of, I don't know. But if anybody watched like the documentary, it explains like what he went through and he was really young and he got famous really fast and... I think it all like went to his head. It was too, and it was too much for yeah. him. Even like this going and on stage in front of that many people and having those types of concerts, yeah, it literally gives hard. you this feeling of like endorphins that like right. you can't, right. you can't come down from, the come right. down from it is like worse than right. anything. I think apparently. he just got a little out of control, but then he found religion in his life and he's got this beautiful wife and I just think he's, he's pretty amazing. He's pretty cute too. Yeah, he is cute. He's cute. He has too many tats, though. He's got a lot of tattoos, but he's cute. Yeah. He's a cute guy. Um, So I love the the one song that I love, and now I can't remember the name of it, and Chloe's playing it over and over. I don't know. I don't know. There was one one song, like my favorite song on the whole album, and I wish I would have. Yeah. Is that it? Is that it? If I need you to hold Yes, I love that. It it's so fun. Isn't it fun? I love that. Can we just listen? Am I getting a oh copyrighted for that? Like, I love him. Oh, my God. I hope, I hope not. not. <laughs> no, seriously, like, his album is really, really good, and I'm, like, proud of him low-key, even though I don't know him. Yeah. I'm, like, we'll, I'm, like, we'll meet him one him. day. Um, like I would go to a Justin Bieber concert. I I had tickets for one. I know. What wait was that during? It got yeah, yeah COVID, COVID. It got COVID, canceled. Right, right. Um. No, but what would it even have been? Would it have been? It wouldn't have been this album. No, this is brand new. This one just came out. So then, what would it have been? Whatever the album. I don't was, know. Well, I the other this, one from his before. next concert will be even better because yeah. it'll. Oh my it'll god! Be this people album. are gonna be crazy because they're so pent up. Um. <laughs> true. Honestly. <laughs> Um, anyways, I have been just really upset this past few days because of some frustrating things I'm seeing like on TikTok Mm. and on, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Can you say it? No, you talk, say it. Well, okay. about, wait, with you relating to you and Chloe? No. Wait, what is... Relating to like the body image stuff. Yeah, no, yeah. People just saying, people are so rude. Oh, okay. Well, first of all, I'll address the backhanded comments. There's been like so many people. I think people treat me like I'm fat on TikTok. I think people are just jealous. Do people actually think that about me? What? Okay. People literally treat me like I am the obese sister to my younger sister who is a stick. This, okay. This is what I don't understand. I feel like just because people are on TikTok and they don't see you in person, they think they can say whatever they want and whatever's on their mind. But if you saw somebody in public, would you make those 
negative comments and mean derogatory would you make those kind of comments to somebody that you walked up to on the street no or but i'm like friend, is that their true like, feelings they're supposed about to me? be your fan and then they're making comments that aren't nice like here you are trying to do everything about body positivity and then it's like I just don't understand what they're doing and they just don't follow you then if that's what your problem is. They're not trying to be mean. I think they genuinely feel that like these comments like I understand it like they're not trying to be mean. They genuinely it's like a cry for help. Like I think genuinely people are crying for help and they feel like I can understand but then there's this like weird disconnect where they like treat me like I'm like I don't know like. Like you're a human being. You have feelings and Carly is one of the strongest people I know. She's strong. Yeah. But everybody, even the strongest people in the world have feelings. Yeah. We're human. So I think people really need to think before they talk. Well, I think it was like I, the just, the main viral comment, which was like the, this one has like 500K, is like, I really, really hope this does not come off as offensive, but how do you deal with having a different body type than your sister? And like, I genuinely like, I'm not offended by it because it's like, but then people in the comments are like first of all the wording like how do you deal with yeah. having it like as if it's like a, a curse problem. or a problem right. um and like mine's negative but that's why I was saying I don't see Chloe's body type is positive and mine is negative I just feel like that's a really really weird thing to ask it's like people, are you gonna ask your friends do you want me to go through all the how comments? do you deal with your body type how do you deal with your body type what why yeah. are, who thinks to ask these questions like you walk down the street and you look at somebody and you think, how do you deal with your body? <laughs> like, yeah. Why are people like thinking about this so much? Well, but it's also, it's also people say to me, you, you're the reason that I like ate today or like you're the reason. It's like kind of like, I like want to be a, compliment? no, I like want to, <laughs> I want to like be a support system for people, but yeah. it's become like almost, it's like, you know, Sienna May on TikTok, the one that like dances with her belly out and stuff. Yeah. She like started being the advocate for like body for plus size people and okay. she's not plus size, but right. people treat her like she's, she's plus, plus size. Because she's become this but, person that like puts her fat out. Okay. But she's not plus size. And I feel like that's what I'm becoming. Mm-hmm. It's like people are treating me like I'm like an advocate for like plus size people when I'm just a person just advocating for being neutral. And you're neutral far and, from plus size. But even if I was, who who the fuck cares? I know, but... I, that's I not what I'm advocating yeah, I know, towards. I know, I know what you're saying, but I mean, I'm literally just advocating for, for all bodies are beautiful right. and... and we why do we treat people so differently based off their body type like why like you it's literally insane like we literally treat people differently based off their body types needless to say even brands treat people differently and and i i watch the bachelor and i don't i don't even see women that look like me on the bachelor and i'm and i'm smaller compared to i would say most of the population and it's like if i don't even see people like me how does everyone else feel right it's like insane right right i'm just i'm frustrated with With our society right it's nobody's fault it's just our society it's not these little these young girls that are saying these comments to me it's literally not their fault this is like all they know like they don't think they're being derogatory But, but this has started so 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 long ago to where when i was a young girl we didn't have social media we had magazines yeah and we would open the magazines and everything was everybody was so beautiful so we thought beauty was supposed to be you know tall skinny either blonde blue eyes Mm -hmm. you know that was like the 
the symbol of beauty being mm-hmm. this tall, thin person. Yeah. And that's all we saw in magazines. Yeah. I can't even imagine being your age and looking at, because looking at all the girls your age and everybody comparing each other, I don't know how I would have dealt with it because all I had was a magazine to look at. I could mm-hmm. have folded that up and put it away and moved on. Yeah. You know, but social media, it's like in your face all the time. Yeah. Now I do notice... Obviously, like some um, magazines are changing, like even Victoria's Secret, their models and they're putting different size models in there. Mm-hmm. And Athleta, Athleta actually, they've been good. I give them for a credit. Long time, yeah. They've always had everybody different shapes, different sizes. Yeah, and I love it. Yeah. So and I, I, I think that the changes are trying to happen. They just like you know we we were talked about that earlier. Mm-hmm. It just needs to be more yeah and it's like not that hard too I feel like it's really not that hard like right just literally hire people that don't look like that like it's it's just crazy it's like how hard can it be it even it even goes back to like Miss America Miss Universe yeah well they don't do that that anymore do they or yeah they do Miss America. No, they don't do not, the Victoria's Secret they fashion don't do the, show anymore. And they don't do the bathing suit part? Did they take the bathing suit part away some, or Yeah, so they replaced it, was, it with something else. It was else. like a bikini and then right. it was a one piece. Because, yeah, now that's, I think that's it's so telling about done. the person that you are. Right. Like, it's crazy. Exactly. Shallow. Very but shallow. my whole thing is just like I just want to see more people like that look like me that are just like an average size right. represented like on TV. And, and plus size is one thing. But like I'm talking like – why is it always they either have like a really skinny person that's like the typical or then they'll throw in a random quote unquote plus size person right, right, right. to just account for the random plus size person. Now, I even feel like sometimes in – I feel like it's forced like – you know how like obviously representation yeah. is so important in like the world of like race and culture too. Like you should represent all races, all cultures. Right. I feel like sometimes they do that. Like they'll throw in a random black or Asian person like on purpose or throw in like yeah. a random like fat person on purpose. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like instead of just like no, this always. is – our society doesn't look like there's random people thrown in on purpose. It's just our society is mostly – Hispanic, Latino, right, like right. our society is filled with so many different cultures and right. religions and and races and like why I don't know why does it always have to be the tall, skinny right? Or then just throw in a random well, th- or they'll throw in a random black person and be like, yeah, we accounted right, for them, right? Like we're good now. Right. Like no, it should be like literally everyone all the time. Like right. that's not how it should be. It's like whatever the real statistic is, that should yeah. be the statistic in the show, right? Right. So I'm just getting I fed up you. with it's seeing annoying. people that not only don't look like me, but that don't look like anyone else either. Right. Right. And right. they think they changed, but they didn't. They're not. There's no change. Right. They need to make a change. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like over I, it. I, yeah. Well, that's up to TV producers and like, yeah, people that need to make these changes. Right. And all the male producers and, out there. Right. Exactly. Of course, they're not going to make the changes. They're all white right. males that right. are like 90. Yeah. Ugh gross and gross, gross ass most people. of them are gross all they want to do is look at a young girl again yeah. getting back to that's what they want to look mm-hmm. at speaking of hollywood producers can we just clarify no we are not related to harvey weinstein oh my god no did somebody think that yeah everyone asked that oh please i'm like bitch do you really think we're related to harvey <laughs> i mean i guess it's possible but no we are not we're not related to harvey no, weinstein definitely not so we actually did a little whole situation 
um, on my Instagram stories. And this is what the rest of the podcast is going to be today. Basically, we put up this anonymous like survey thing that you guys could ask any question. We called it the OK Stop Whining Advice column. (laughs) And we are going to be giving you our most raw, honest advice that we've ever given in any episode. Can you attest to that? let's go. Um, I I told you guys, you can ask us whatever the hell you want. We're going to answer it honestly. Um, No topics are off limits. And you guys could ask us about us, personal stuff. You guys could ask us about your own life situations. Um, So we're just going to get right into it. Pam, read her off. How to deal with ending toxic friendship and having the peace of mind to walk away. Sorry, I'm not wearing my glasses. Okay, I'll read them from now on. Sorry, I should have told you to put your glasses on. Um, Yeah, how to deal with toxic, ending toxic friendships and having the peace of mind to walk away. Um, I've definitely dealt with a fair share of this in my past. I think you just have to realize that you'll be happier with ending the friendship in the end and that is your peace of mind. Like, if you're not, if you're not happy right now, then something's like yeah I agree I can't even waste my time don't waste your time I mean I you you want to try to a certain point because your friends you love them and they're important to you but then after a while if they're if it's just so toxic all the time and you're fighting or they're being mean I don't know what is happening um then it's just time yeah to end it and walk away and and ending it and walking away, you will have peace of mind because yeah. you'll feel better because though that person was toxic. And if you don't feel better and if you really miss them and you really want to give another try, then give another then try. You will. But exactly. you'll trust me. Yeah. When you get rid of a toxic person in your life, if they were truly toxic, you'll be happy that it you did it after good. that first hump of bad yeah. times. Agreed. Um, what do your morning routines look like? Mom, you go first. Mm morning routine oh well basically I wake up every morning and I walk my dog I take my dogs out um I'm up between 7 30 and 8 um and I take the dogs out and then after the dogs out I feed them their breakfast and then I work out in the morning (laughs) And, and then, then you make a banana smoothie. And I make a, yeah, sometimes I make a banana smoothie or whatever. I always have breakfast. Never, never, never miss breakfast, mm-hmm. ever. And then I go on about my day. If it's errands or food shopping or whatever, it's, mm-hmm. I have that day. My morning routine is my alarm's always set for 8.45. I never wake up earlier than that unless my body alarm clock wakes me up, which the other day it did wake me up at 8. I'm not really sure why. But I laid in bed until like 8.45, 9. Then I haven't been working out in the past few weeks because I haven't been feeling well. Um, but I'm getting blood work tomorrow, so we're figuring it out. But um, usually it would be like I get up and I eat a little bite of something and work out. But in the past few weeks, I'll do what I've been say what I've been doing. Yeah. Been waking up, just like making coffee, going down to the kitchen, and I work at the kitchen island when I'm home, like with my family. Yeah. Um, so literally, like entire morning, I just spend literally working at the kitchen island, drinking my coffee, eating breakfast, and and working and taking phone calls and doing whatever I need to do. Pretty boring, pretty basic. Oh, and I always do my skincare in the morning too, obviously. Yeah. But I'm busy, so yeah, it's just that takes up my entire morning. Um, what should I do if I don't want my period during vacation to somewhere beachy? If they don't want their period during oh, their vacation. No. 
Are, well, if you're well, on you birth control, control, you can plan it. Yeah. You can you can skip the period week on your birth control yeah, for most. That's the only way to. Control that's the only that. way. Otherwise, that's you it. can't control it. That's yeah, otherwise it. Otherwise, it's gonna come and deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> but it honestly, I don't. It, it sucks, but I don't think it matters that that much. It does. I always remember that. I was yeah. Like, I don't want my period. Yeah. Because then you want to wear a white bathing suit. I know. Like, oh my god! If I bleed through my white bathing I know. suit, I'll die. <laughs> so um, birth control. I'm going to be starting high school in September at a new school and I'm really nervous. Any advice? Oh, don't be nervous. <laughs> well, actually, maybe if you could meet up with some people ahead of time, maybe in the summer mm-hmm. and make plans with some people, that kind of like takes the edge off. Yeah. I don't know. Is this like... Can you find people on social media? Yeah, like that's definitely a great idea. If you could reach out to people on social media and even like meet somebody for lunch or mm-hmm. for breakfast or at Starbucks, even if or you coffee. could just find. Sorry, I cut you off. Yeah, even if I, I'm trying better. That's to all not you do need that. is one person. Yeah, I know what you're saying. If you could just have, find one person, uh-huh. it's all you need because then the one person can introduce you to yeah. other people. Yeah, you're gonna kill it though, and you're gonna do great. Yeah. Um, where do you guys fall on the observance level? Modern, reform, conservative, etc. I would okay. say we're well, reform slash conservative. Yeah. So I grew up in a conservative household. My father was president of the synagogue and we were definitely a little bit more, I was definitely more religious growing up. Um, and we definitely, we observe all holidays and yes, all that. But we observe all holidays. Yeah, but we're definitely, you're right. We're, it, in, in our household, we're definitely conservative to reform. reform. But but still, like, but we're it, having Passover. We keep Passover. We celebrate all the high course, holidays. And it's important to me. It's important it's to us. Uh, it's very important to all of and us, I, I think. I love my religion. Me too. And I love celebrating the holidays. It's a great time to be with family. Mm-hmm. And I just love it. Yeah. Agreed. How do you keep your skin so clear? Um, You do have really good skin, too. Well, can I can I yeah. say this though? Yeah. When so when I was in high school, my skin broke out all the time hormonally, mm. just right mm-hmm. before my period, and it was bad. And I had to go on antibiotics, and I was on antibiotics for a lot of high school, and it wasn't fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, but so of course I don't break out anymore. Rarely, like maybe I'll get a pimple here. Yeah, and there, your skin's but very clear. Lately. My skin's my skin's pretty good. It's the yeah. best it's been in my life, and it's because I'm old, but. <laughs> Anyway, um, so, but one thing that I love is Retin-A and Mm. it's like the best thing for your skin. It's good firming and wrinkles and acne. It's like good Mm. for everything. So I love that. For me, honestly, it's just genetic. I've always had good skin, knock on wood. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Carly has gorgeous skin. Like a porcelain doll. Thank you. Come and hype me up. No, it truly is gorgeous. Um, Like if she gets a pimple, it's like, oh my God, I can't believe it. It's a pimple. (laughs) (laughs) It's rare. Yeah, it's it's knock on wood. It's It's rare. rare, But um, yeah, so I feel feel bad when people are like, how's your skin so clear? Because honestly, it's zero effort. It's like, I I think the only way my skin wouldn't be clear is if I irritated it with something. So the the less the better for me. And also for girls that have skin that break out, getting facials is actually really good. I used to be so afraid of it. And Mm -hmm. I do something now called a hydrofacial. Mm -hmm. But for young people, hydrofacial is Yeah, hydrofacial is probably, yeah, better. Just regular facials. But if you girls just get regular facials, it is really good and cleans your skin out really well. Yeah, with extractions. Yeah. The best. Um, This is a great question. How did you know that your therapist was the right fit and when did you start to see that it was effective in your everyday life? Um, Pam, you've never really had a therapist that was right fit, have you? Um, You had one therapist, right, that you liked back in the day? 
or no? When I was younger, I had a therapist that I liked. I really, I don't go to therapy anymore. I haven't been in so long. So I, I don't know. I had one therapist I liked and I kind of just... I don't yeah, know. I they just don't, out I don't need get... therapy anymore as I'm older. I think everyone needs but, therapy, but... Yeah, I mean, I'm just at this point in my life, yeah. I don't feel like I need it right now yeah. because I, I take medication and I'm I'm doing good. Yeah. So... Um, as far but, as my situation with a therapist, I think, like, um, it's situational. Like, you have to find a therapist that fits your needs. Like, yeah. for my... The, the latest therapist I have, the reason I go to her is because she dealt more with my issues with coming off of my Adderall which everyone now really I think knows a little bit more about and I can go into that in a deeper episode but um she specializes in those kind of issues Mm -hmm. so that's why I specifically chose her and I knew she was the right one for me because I felt like I was able to open up to her and there's I've had therapists in the past where I feel like I had to lie to them even though they were my therapist Mm -hmm. um and with this one I feel like not judged and like I can open up to her really well and I don't think there's ever a point where you're looking that you're like therapy is working I just think you you it's always constantly working and when when you go to therapy it's like homework you got to go home and work work. on what they tell you because if you don't then it's just a waste of time you're having conversation and it's gonna go nowhere but I do think that having those conversations and just letting it out is part of it yeah no absolutely it's because it's very emotional like even after that first session I remember just feeling drained and emotional no I remember that's very normal I remember crying needing tissue crying because you're letting things out that maybe you have never said before right it does feel good and you definitely it helps to if, if you feel like it's a bad match, move on and look for somebody else. And you can ask your doctor yeah. for recommendations. A lot yeah. of times they have recommendations. Mm-hmm. So, um, I see that you are very into skincare, which is great. I was wondering if you ever became less hygienic when your mental health and anxiety was really bad. Huh. I never am less hygienic. <laughs> it doesn't matter how bad I feel. Yeah. I'm hygienic when I went to give birth. I yeah. had makeup on you're, my face. You're a so freaking... Don't ask me. I like literally on my deathbed, I will have my makeup and my hygienic, my skincare will be perfect. Um, I'm really into that though. Yeah. Like it's really, it's important to me because it just makes me feel good. Like it literally lifts my spirits. Like yeah. The, when I, no, but I don't think you understand that like yeah. if... Like with me, yeah. when I, my anxiety is really bad and I, like me laying in bed, like I think part of hygiene is like laying in bed all day and like not changing your sheets for a long period of time or not changing your clothes or like I won't do that. um not brushing <laughs> your teeth or just feeling unmotivated yeah. to do certain things. I've Depression too. I've definitely struggled with a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. I've also I coming from you because yeah. I come out of you, so yeah. I'm definitely more hygienic than most. Um, but I will say that when I was in the depths of my anxiety, depression issues, I was less motivated to do my makeup. I was less motivated to do everything because that's totally normal to feel that way. Um, but I will say that even doing a little bit of makeup and doing a little bit of skincare can really lift your spirits and help you. you Even if you have the worst day, just even sitting in bed and bringing a few skincare items or even some toe polish in bed, just painting your toes. I think that can really do wonders for your mood. Even just that little mini accomplishment Uh and feeling good. Even like painting my nails, going in the nail salon sometimes. Yeah, just it does. It feels good. Gives you it, that boost yeah. of serotonin that yeah. you need. And it can it can take you into a different zone. Yeah, you know, totally. I just sit there when I get my nails done. I'm watching the TV and I just zone out. Um, I'm a very anxious person on all terms: relationship, school, work, etc. Do you have any recommendations on relaxing time management? Um, what? You're no, pointing to me. Can, yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. Well, I would say I on relaxing time management. What do you mean? What does that mean? 
I guess time, like well, time uh, figuring out time to to relax. Oh, 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 oh and, got it, got and it, got it. deal with school, okay, and relationships, got it, got and all it, got that it. stuff. Well, yes. we're big believers in meditation. No, but so I I was gonna suggest figure that. Yeah, what? Sorry. I'm really, guys, I'm learning from TikTok that like my ADHD has got to be really bad because I just cut everyone off when I'm talking and I get complaints about it on the podcast, but I genuinely can't help it. Okay, go. I ignore you. (laughs) (laughs) You're just used to, but you do the same thing to me. I do. Maybe I do it too. Anyways, um, no, I would just say that like for me, I literally like have to take breaks middle of the day. Um, like I know not everyone can do this because like if you're in school or you have a nine to five but you have to find periods of time in the day to shut your brain off because like if I don't shut my brain off for periods of time I'll get burnt out there there is time in everybody's day and sometimes if you're busy during the regular school day when it comes to nighttime shut your phone off or your computer off like don't look at I know it's hard but if you really want to relax your brain, don't look at any social media. Like, go watch something that makes you happy. Do a meditation. Like, do something for your mind that will really relax you. And to me, that is shutting everything off social media. I agree. It's so much easier so. said than done, um, especially coming is, from a person it. that is a social media person. But it is true that, like, social media is is such a root of stress for so many people that's why we're the most stressed out generation you gotta shut it down and put it aside just put it to the side yep get it out of the way yeah how to go about asking your parents to go away with your boyfriend your parents so i feel like you should say that uh, how old is this person? <laughs> okay, so give your spiel. It depends. How old do you have to be? No, if you're if you're young and you're like if you're under eighteen, if you're under eighteen, then... uh, I think I would say no. I don't. I'm not into that unless it was if it's with the 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 family. Mm-hmm. Like if you're is this person talking about going away Maybe just it's... alone with the boyfriend. No, I'm no. I'm definitely a little stricter with that. So if you're asking me, my mom's always I, been very. Um, I'm a little old fashioned. Old fashioned with way. boyfriend situations. Um. I mean, it was a miracle this summer that I let somebody, a boy, come on some a few days of our vacation. Yeah, it and wasn't until was, I graduated high school that you ever let my boyfriends yeah, sleep over. Because I feel or, like at eighteen, well, you're an adult, you're a legal adult, and then that's time, and you're almost ready to go to college. Right. So I can't be there to, you know, watch you at all times. So you're gonna have those experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if somebody's really young, I just don't see the in it I don't know I feel like go away with your girlfriends (laughs) I agree I mean if you're that young anyways I feel like you should be spending more quality time with With your girlfriends but I do understand that like you want to be with your boyfriend like I had a boyfriend in high school like I get it but also like me and my boyfriend in high school like valued friends we always had an agreement this was like the one like really great thing about our relationship I mean there were great things I'm not whatever one of the great things of our relationship was that we valued friendships a lot and we always said that friends come first and I think you have like anyone my best advice for anyone in high school right now with a boyfriend is like friends do come first boyfriends are not forever seriously most of the time I hate to break it to you it won't work out high school relationships usually majority of the time majority of the time and whatever I'm just saying like I hate to be the bearer of bad news but yeah um with that said how mom you're answering this one how do you know if the guy you're with could be the one I feel well. I feel like when you're really young, you think the guy's the one, and then you don't realize how much 
time you have like in the future and how many other people you you need i i don't know you need a lot of experiences and you I feel also like change if, as a person i feel a like lot. if you're if you're really young it's you won't know that they're the one until you have other experiences if you're mm-hmm. really young now if you're somebody and you're older or you're in college then it's possible that they could be the one mm-hmm. and you'll just i feel like you just kind of know yeah i don't know like i think like you, you kind of know you connect in every way like it's so easy to be with a person you have a really fun time together. You're not fighting all the time. If you're like young and you're having fights all the time, um, I don't think that's very healthy. Mm-hmm. So I just think if it's the relationship's really easy and you like each other's families, like and it has you have like all those qualities mm-hmm. um, and you have a lot of similarities, mm-hmm. then it, it's possible it could be the one. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, it's kind of unhealthy to be in relationships and constantly be thinking is this the one is this one or go on dates and and meet people and think is this one is this one because I tend to do that and I think it's a really unhealthy habit yeah, I, agree. I think I, you should rather go into things with an open mind and just think 100% let me just let this flow yeah. and see what happens I never really when I was dating daddy I never really thought about is this the one until like I fell in love right. and then I knew like I just I just knew right but um, at the beginning, I wasn't really sure myself. Mm. You know, I knew we had a really, I knew that on my first date with him, it was the best date I ever had. Mm. That I knew. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was really fun. It was very easy. So, um, advice for bettering your self esteem. I think one of the biggest things you can do for bettering your self esteem is has to do with self comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, that's. A, like on social media, like don't go be following all these people that make you feel really bad about yourself or don't pay such close attention to what everyone else Mm -hmm. is doing on social media because it's fake anyways. The second thing with self-esteem is self-esteem isn't about looks all the time. Self-esteem is actually how you regard yourself as a human being. Like I think I probably have the highest self-esteem of anyone I know. I think I'm a boss-ass motherfucking Uh, bitch. You are. You are. (laughs) So I think it's not always about looks because sometimes I feel insecure about my looks but I still know that I'm an amazing person. Yeah. Me and Erica literally talked about this the other week. We were like, we can both feel like shit about ourselves but we have high self-esteem because we know that we are worthy right right that's what self-esteem yes I think I have high self-esteem too it comes it definitely comes from within and also you have to be a person that does not give a shit Mm -hmm. and if you don't give a shit (laughs) you're I agree you you can't you can't care so much about what everybody thinks my self-esteem would be so much lower if I cared what people thought yes yes so you just cannot care what other people think. Mm-hmm. All that all that really matters is what you think and what your family thinks. And that's all that matters. Yeah. And your friends. And your friends. Um, how and when did you realize you needed help with anxiety? For me, realizing I needed help with anxiety. Ugh, like it could be so debatable because like in first grade I needed to go to the shyness club and that was social anxiety. So that was help. Yeah, but, we, but me realizing I needed further help was probably in like seventh grade because therapy for the first time was like seventh grade maybe, right? Dr. No. Rhonda Greenberg, when was she? In seventh grade? Uh, was that in, uh, older? You, I feel like you were in high school. Okay, maybe. I think Carly was you were in high, Maybe like a freshman were. in high school. Yeah, you were in high Young. school. Young. That's probably around then was yeah. the first time I realized I needed help yeah. for anxiety. Yeah. Um, yeah, what about you? Yeah, I was 13 when I had really bad anxiety. And back in my day, we didn't know what it was. And my parents just thought it was stomach aches and whatever. 
And it took me so many years to figure it out. And when I was in my 20s, uh, somebody recognized the what was going on with me. It's a friend of my sister's, actually. Mm. And um, she told me I needed to go to therapy. And I was in my mid-20s. It's crazy because that's so late. And I had anxiety since I was 13. Yeah. And I, mean, I just thought insane. I had stomach aches and I didn't know what was wrong. It's like me. not a way to live. But I that's no why idea. you went for so long without going on medicine too. Yeah. Because you were just so used to coping yeah. with your... And and guys, if you if you feel a certain way, don't be strong. Don't don't think that coping and, and not helping yourself is being strong. It's not. No, it takes not. strength to get help. I was terrified of medication. Like terrified. Like yeah. I could barely... I had to break it into tiny little baby pieces and put it on my tongue because mm-hmm. I was so afraid if I take yeah. medicine, it's going to change my personality. And Someone DM me about that. Can you talk, go a little bit into yeah, that? Yeah, no, I was so... Because af- people are afraid that going on medicine will literally change who it you doesn't, are as a person. It doesn't. And I was terrified that it was going to change my personality and it didn't. Now, I, I can't say 100%. Some some medicines and some people, I mean, I, I do know... Some people that maybe it, it, it can make you agitated, like it can do stuff like that, but it's not going to change your personality per se and make you a different person. It can agitate you. Right, which then if, you know it's not the right medicine. It's not the right medicine. So, and some people have to change your medicines, but you're not going to become a different person. And no. that's what I thought. I'm going to be a completely different person. You're the same person, I, but a more relaxed version yes, or a more I'm, outgoing exactly, version. Exactly, exactly. I'm I'm a better version of myself right. is what I would actually ended up happening. So, yeah. Me too. I, I always say that. Yep. Um, okay, this is a long one. I, lo- I wanted long ones. Okay, I already know what you're going to say, but I like one of my guy friends and I need help. I just can't get over him. Any tips on how to get him to like me or something? Also, he is not my guy best friend, but we are kind of in the same group. Like we hang out on weekends, but there is no official like friend group yet. Also, if he doesn't like me back, that will be really awkward. So just any tips on how to make him like me? I love the pod so much. Oh, thank you. Aww. Um. Okay, this is, I get it. I get it. What? Say it. Well, for, well give the feedback. No, 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 no. First thing is, you can't make somebody like you. Correct. It's either naturally going to happen or it's not. Right. So you can't. Pam spitting those words of wisdom <laughs> all day, every day. Yeah, you, you just can't force something. So I would say maybe try to get more of a friendship going. Yeah. And then kind of take it from there and like just maybe hang out more as friends. Yeah. And you'll kind of get, you'll get a better feeling of how, how he feels for you before you totally put yourself out there and wreck this friendship. Right, which is like a non Maybe, yeah, it sounds like it's not like maybe such a close friendship. But it's not even worth, like, I feel like you can put yourself out there a little, little bit. Like you can flirt a little. Yeah. Talk to them more. Go up to them. Initiate a little bit just to show your interest Mm -hmm. lightly. Right. Snapchat them every once in a while, whatever. Just show your initial interest and then let them kind of take it from there. Because I wouldn't be too worried, though, about ruining the friendship. Because if you're not even, like, best guy friends with, if you're not best, best friends with him, who cares? If you, like, put yourself out there a little and get rejected, like, who cares? You're not ruining anything. Right. Like, it's not your best, best guy friend. And trust me, I've ruined every single friendship with all my best guy friends because of that. Because no matter what, I don't think you can ever have a a really close friendship with a guy without catching feelings. Flirt a little, have a drink, whatever. Well, if If you can. I don't know how old you are. She's (laughs) probably really young. Oh, if you're really young. You know, but just, yeah, I would say get get a friendship, a better friendship going first. Um... How do you get a guy you have never something? Wait, how do you get to what? A guy you have never, I think it's 
talk to to notice you? How do you get a guy that you've never talked to to oh, notice you? Oh, 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 oh. Hmm. How do you get a guy that you've, you've never, never talked, talked to to you? notice you? Um, okay. There's a few tactics here. Is it a guy on Instagram? Is it a guy you see on social media? Because you can like one of his pictures or send right, him a, 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 a simple, simple DM. Yeah. Slide into the DMs. Very simple. Yeah. Um, that's one thing. Obviously with you, obviously you can't relate because you've never had to slide I in someone's DMs. Yeah, I've never seen a DM. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. You're but so lucky you missed that part of culture. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you I could just you could just like one of their recent photos um, so they see your face or just slide into their DMs. Um, if it's a person that you're actually seeing in person but you, they've never met, I would probably like find a friend that's friends with them so that they could like low-key like introduce you mm-hmm. but like in a, in a very like group setting. Yeah, great You idea. know, like right. if you're just like, like I always do that to my friends. Yeah. I'm like, do you know that guy? Like he's so cute. Yes, I know him. Oh, like, like introduce, introduce me. me. Yeah, <laughs> right. introduce me. It's not right. that. Nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing, I think yeah. girls overthink things a lot. Like nothing's really awkward. Guys literally don't think about anything. Right. They're right. stupid. They're, They're so stupid. Yeah, they are. So just don't, <laughs> don't worry. They're not thinking about it. Um, how to navigate away from your friend group and how to be okay with not having a secure group of friends. I really feel this because my senior year of college, I like mm-hmm. didn't have a secure group of friends. I felt very insecure. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of friends, but none of them were secure. Mm-hmm. Um, navigating away from your friend group, I would find at least one person from another friend group right. or another close friend say. that you could cling on to. You always need that one. If you just have that one person, you'll be fine. Yeah. Find that one person first that you can really you start trust. navigating yes. away. And right. And really have trust in Yeah. Them. Um, and know that they'll have your back and like yeah. really take you into their friend group mm-hmm. without any like they don't, you don't want a, a friend to bring you into their friend group if they're going to make you resent or if they're going to resent you for it mm-hmm. like if they're going to be like look at everything I do for you like right, right. you want a friend that genuinely just like wants to make you a part of things mm-hmm. so if you could just find one person that really truly would be honored to have you around right. that's all you need right, exactly. and then once you have that lockdown then you can slowly navigate away right, from your friend right. group and maybe with that person you can find other friends together um if you feel comfortable sharing you losing your virginity and how you told your mom. I didn't tell my mom. My, oh, oh you didn't tell your mom. <laughs> if you're asking me. <laughs> um, With me, I think you just like said it one day. You were like, wait, tell me when you like lose your V card or something. And I was like laughing and you were like, you already did. Because and I was I, like, haha. Because I knew when I was younger, I couldn't tell my mother anything. Um, things were definitely different when I was younger, but I just, my mom was not very open. Yeah. And um, I wanted my girls to be very open with me and I didn't want anything going wrong. And if we needed to go to the OB, I wanted to be able to take you to the OB mm-hmm. and have you. Which forever thankful for because we're so open yes. in this family. Yes. Um, and I never felt weird like telling you anything. Or... Yeah. I'd probably tell you too much, yeah, but in a good me, way. But I, but I like to know because I think it's good to have somebody there to give you advice. And yeah. Like, I wish I had. I had my sister. Um, she didn't, whatever. But it was different than having your mom. Yeah, you know? it's different because, like, they're actually yeah. a more experienced Yeah, like, but my sister person. was, my sister were 18 months apart, so we're not, like, that far apart. Yeah. But I, I couldn't tell my mom anything, and I just think that's awful when kids can't open up to their parents I agree and it's really common and I don't know I feel like I hope that more and more people can be more and more open as the years go on because I it's like probably the most important thing especially with like the suicide rates and stuff I feel like it's super important just in general to have that open and like relationship with your parents moms or dads like they they want that so they they want you to come talk to them yeah they want the friendship agree um okay next question 
Can you go a little bit deeper with your Adderall history? I saw one of your TikToks you mentioned you were taking a ton of Adderall and were really skinny because of it and that you don't think you needed to be prescribed. I'm going through the exact same thing and want to know your experience being off of it slash gaining weight after it. Also, if you felt like it was hard to not be on it anymore because of the skinny feeling. Um, this is a lot to dive into, so I think in a future episode, maybe we'll do a full episode on me dealing with it, how our family had to support me mm-hmm. through that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was by far um, the hardest situation I've ever had to go through in my entire life. Right. It was the hardest, hardest, hardest of anything I've ever gone through. It has taken the most strength and the most, it took the most out of me. Mm-hmm. Um, just going through that by far. Worst thing I ever went through. Just going to preface it with that, which is why I've never really gone into, and because it was very recent. Um you know, with my eating disorders, with my body image, I feel like those are things I feel more comfortable talking about because it's more in the past. Same with my anxiety. It's more in the past. Um, but with the Adderall situation, I felt like it was, it's more recent for me. So it just hits home a little different, which is why I've never really delved into it. Um, and I also want to know that like I'm a year sober from it or like two years sober from it. Like, I don't know, to like be able to really like go into it. With that said, I'll go a little bit deeper. Basically, um, I was prescribed Adderall my sophomore year of college um, because I was diagnosed with ADHD at the same time that I was diagnosed with anxiety. Well, like medicated for she anxiety. You had that. Yeah. Um, so I went on my anxiety medicine. After going on my anxiety medicine, I thought, okay, now let's deal with the fact that I literally can't focus on my schoolwork for mm-hmm. shit. So I went back to my doctor who like heavily prescribes medicine like to people. Um like she just like really pushed medication like very hard um so she obviously was pushing me to go on it and like she probably prescribed me too high of a dose right off the bat so when I went on it I was already feeling like after the first few times I was feeling those like weird high feelings from it um I was prescribed Vyvanse at first and then Adderall and then Avicio like it was I went through so many different types of medications but they all kind of made me feel the same it was just jittery and like horrible um but not until a year or actually, I started noticing the weight coming off pretty pretty early on. But I remember going away to PV my sophomore year of um, college. And that's when I kind of started like abusing it for weight loss. I remember I was getting ready for PV. So obviously, I wanted to lose more weight. So I just took more Adderall. Um, and then my junior year, I did it that even more because I noticed it was working more, got even skinnier. It was just kind of like this overtime built up thing and then um I went away my second half of my junior year to Florence which is when things really escalated I brought it with me to Florence I felt like I really couldn't live without it um I was I was not being myself I was like doing things that were out of character for me I was staying up all night taking it um I liked how it made me feel because it was making me more productive with my work and my business I felt like I could manage doing my business and my schoolwork at the same time um, but of course all good things must come to an end and, and too much of a good thing is not a good thing. So I lost too much weight and I started like starving myself too. Cause I noticed that it, I didn't want to push, I didn't want to make myself eat through it anymore. I was like, I want to not eat all day cause I'm, I'm so skinny. Um, at that point, my friends came and visited me when I was in Florence, Italy. They came from Barcelona. They told me I looked horrible and that I needed to put on weight and they were worried about me. Um, that's kind of was a breaking point for me. But I also didn't have any more Adderall left with me for the rest of my trip. So I naturally put on a lot of weight. 
Um, once I got back home, I struggled my entire senior year still with taking it once a month, basic on like a once a month basis. It wasn't until I graduated from college that I was able to like actually get help. And it actually was not until a year out of graduate from graduation mm-hmm. a year after graduating that, um, I actually like was able to stop taking it, but it was not, I've seen so many like videos and um stories of people being like yeah like I noticed I had a problem and I like stopped and I like went to therapy or I just like stopped cold turkey and got rid of it like that was not the case for me like it took so many tries and like um I still like crave it sometimes and like still want it but it like ruined my life so that's enough for me to stay away from it so yeah oh my god a whole nother episode that's gonna be a whole nother episode but that was basically a five what was that a five minute roundup maybe you don't need one now no I think there's there's a lot more to the story that was like a very loose summary there's like a lot more that went into that but yeah um I think we're gonna do one more question how do you deal with the balance between self-love and body positivity and wanting to lose weight great question so I'm not ever gonna encourage people to lose weight I don't think it's my place. I don't think I have the authority to. Um, I also believe that everyone is beautiful. I think that if maybe, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to go about this question because I don't, I haven't yet, I don't know how to navigate telling people. I don't know if it's okay to lose weight or not. I'm not there in my, in my life yet. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? Yeah. What's well, your I've, I've learned so much from you. Yeah. So I don't, I, I don't know I, if weight loss is okay. Or I, not. I, I stand where you stand. I guess the only time where I feel like a weight loss would be different is if it's, um, if actually affecting your heart or your health or something like that, mm-hmm. then I feel like that's kind of different. Right. But then you like, just eat health. You do the health yeah. practices. It's not about the weight yeah, loss. It's exactly. about just about the health. Eating less right. cholesterol or eating right. less sugar. Like, right. you know, it's never, shouldn't it be weight targeted. Hand in hand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but so. I mean, yeah, but otherwise, I agree with you. I guess if you're, we're trying to change all this mm-hmm. and being body positive, which I'm on your team. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I get it now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I wouldn't so, encourage people to lose weight. Yeah, my stance on it, especially because it's so many young people. I, I think especially if you're under eighteen. Yeah. People under 18 should not be advised to lose weight. No. You're too young. You're too fragile. Yeah. You're too... You will get an eating you disorder. You will get an eating disorder. Yeah. Anyone For under... Sure. Especially under 18, you're too... You're just too fragile. Yeah. It's like it, we're all it vulnerable. And most people that lose... That. It, I actually saw this thing I want to talk about really quick where it was like weight loss journeys actually mm-hmm. should have three parts. A, um, a before picture... A middle picture, which is you mm-hmm. when after you lost your weight, and then an after picture after you gained some of it back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, rather than at the very end. Because yeah. the ver- the very end yeah. is never yeah. your thinnest. Right. People that go on a weight loss right. journey always, always get really thin and then gain always. a little bit back. Always. It's so, true. just saying. So true. Um, and you always look really, I think, unhealthy too a lot of times when people are on that journey and they're like the, at the thinnest. Yeah. You don't, Look, you're healthy. They always end up gaining a little bit back. <laughs> you always look um, better when you gain a little bit. Yeah, but I would say the key to life, and and also I, I just have to say, I've always been at my thinnest when I've cared the least, and I think that goes to show that sometimes you just need to live your life, and everything's a balance. Mm-hmm. Too much, as I always say, in the theme mm-hmm. of this podcast, I feel like too is like too much of anything is bad. Right. So I say just. Be balanced in your life. Like, just love yourself. Be positive. Eat eat a balanced and healthy lifestyle. Right. Yeah. Eat food that makes you feel good, good. But then yeah. eat food for your soul too. Right. Um, right. And that's when you're going to be your happiest and you're going to feel your best. Right. I 
agree on that. Um, so, yeah. Good advice. Thanks, Mom. Mm-hmm. Um, with that said, I'm going to close it out with our quote of the day, which is, this relates to just everything we were talking about today, but healing does not mean the damage never existed. It means the damage no longer controls our lives. I feel like that really relates to like my story mm-hmm. with everything. It's like, mm-hmm. obviously I have a past of a lot of things, but mm-hmm. it no longer controls my life. It's just right. a part of my past. Right. Right. Agree. Yeah. Agree. So yeah. yeah. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I know that was a long one. It was a lot to go through, but yeah, we hope that, that you. Was fun. Good questions. Yeah, guys. Great, questions. Thank you for the great questions. We didn't get to go through all of them, but. I definitely next episode want to yeah, go we'll through throw more. Some yeah, we'll throw some fun. more questions love in. It. All right, guys, we love you and we will see love you, you in the next episode. Bye.